Welcome to another episode of Full Definition. <laughs> alright, alright, you know what, you know what, I, I will confess, today I am a little bit more excited than I usually am. I'm excited about this episode for sure, but not just that, that's not just what my excitement is about, I'm excited about life. <laughs> Before I get into it, before I get into it, here in Full Definition, we are exploring the fullness of life that Jesus talks about when he says the reason he came was that we, all of us, every single person, should have life in abundance to the full. And we're looking at what does that really mean? And what does it look like? And how can we get that in our own lives? That's what we're looking at here in FD. And... Today, what I want to talk about is adventure. Adventure. We need adventure. Why? I've been on a great adventure myself over the last few weeks, and I have loved it. It was great. I had a really, really tough time. Really tough. But I had also moments where I saw faith grow. And like, you know when... Everything around you says it's just not possible. There's everything around you. There's circumstances. There's like actual reality. There's the events happening like in the moment. And there's people also saying no. And there's people who are smarter than you who have said, you know, I've predicted. I've done this and such and such. And it's just not going to happen. But because you had a word from God, you believe that it will happen. And it's a kind of faith that looks like madness until the moment when someone says, Hey, Sarge, didn't you say this was going to happen on this day? And we're here, and here it is. <laughs> Against all us. Yeah, God is amazing. Um, adventure. Why, why, do we, why do we need this? What is adventure? I like this definition in the dictionary. It says, adventure is a bold, often risky, or even hazardous undertaking of uncertain outcome. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I totally get that. <laughs> you know, sometimes, well, I say sometimes, I think all the time, we don't like uncertainty. It's like, what? <laughs> I want to know that I know, that I know, that I know, right? And that's how we feel. But, but, we need adventure. This is an amazing component of the full life that Jesus calls us to live. And we shouldn't shield ourselves from it because it's in the moments of uncertainty that we have the opportunity for our faith to grow. And I wanted to look at a particular story about Jesus and some of his friends today that's located in John 11 chapter 11 and it's this just the whole chapter right now I'm not going to go through the whole thing here but if you want to pause you know I was talking about you know down, downloading a bible app last time so if you download a bible app and you want to pause and read through this yeah take a pause let's read through this and then I'm, I'm going to be jumping in and out of this story and in and out of my story and throughout this episode but yeah definitely to get the full context, I would just advise you to read the story. Right, so I have just read the story again. And <laughs> it's going to be really difficult not to talk about the whole thing, but I will do my best. Okay, so let's take a closer look. 
adventure has an uncertain outcome. So why is uncertainty good for us? When you're on an adventure, when you're in a real adventure, you are pushed to what you believe are your current limits in some way, right? You begin to push the boundaries of what you believe you were capable of because you have to. You're in a situation that the outcome is uncertain, but there is something in you that wants to survive and not just survive, to make it through and be able to thrive afterwards, right? When you are pushed to the limits, I mean, like, you know, you, you, you think about soldiers. When they when they go through their training process, I mean, I'm, I'm not a soldier. I have no idea how excruciating it might be, but I'm sure it is, yeah, tough. <laughs> like, unbelievably tough. But they're all humans. They just have explored those limits that they first thought they had and discovered that, oh, I can go beyond that one. And then they discover another limit and they think, oh, I can still go beyond that one. And you get the idea. You get the idea. So you see... We need adventure. It's in this space of uncertainty that we often push the limits. And this is where most of our growth happens, most often. Okay, so so what's happening in this story, John 11? John 11 is all about Lazarus. Now, Lazarus, Mary, Martha, these are really, really good friends of Jesus. Like It says about them that Jesus loved them. They're like dear, close friends. And what happens is Lazarus gets sick. Many people may know this story, but I'm going to go through it anyway because I feel like there's some really, really good stuff in here. Lazarus was sick and like Mary and Martha sent a message to Jesus saying, Jesus, come quick. Your friend, the one who you love is sick. And so Jesus gets the message and he's like, okay, we're going to stay put for two days. Okay, now we're going to set off. And notice who was calling the shots there. Jesus was like, okay, I heard the message. Now we wait. And at the time, he knew it was right. Now we go. All right, so here's the thing. Like, Jesus himself lived an adventurous life. I mean, you just need to read about his life to know that. So he's saying to his disciples, we're going to go in two days. And the disciples are like, whoa, 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 Jesus, hold up, hold up. Don't you know that the Jews are looking to, like, kill you? And you're going next door to them again? Seriously? <laughs> really? And Jesus is like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're going. And he says this amazing thing, which I love. And this in itself is a whole other episode, but I'm not going to do that now. He says, look, aren't there 12 hours of daylight in a day? If anyone walks in the daylight, then he won't stumble because he can see where he's going. The light of the world helps him to do that. But if you walk at night, He stumbles because the light is not with him. And this is amazing. What Jesus is saying here is like, I'm scared. (laughs) He's like, yes, we are going. It is uncertain. They are trying to kill me. I know, but we're still going to go. This is one of the amazing things about when you have faith. Now, this is obviously linked. Like All that we've been talking about is obviously linked. Let's not separate i know i'm doing episodes but let's not separate the episodes like we have challenges and we need to face them we need faith like we've talked about this the faith enables you to realize more of the potential so when you have faith in god 
and you're faced with an adventure which has uncertainty, an uncertain outcome, how do you respond to that? You see, on an adventure, we learn to face some of our fears. We might even learn how to overcome them. We learn that even though there is uncertainty, I don't need to shield myself from it because I've got faith. Yeah, it might be a little scary. Yeah, someone's trying to kill me. But I've got a mission. I've got to get there. We've got to get there. And there's a reason. Lazarus, his sickness is not going to be just the end of him. He's not going to end in death. Don't worry about it. And then he goes on to tell the disciples, all right, all right, look, you know what? Lazarus is asleep now, but I'm going to wake him up. And they're thinking, oh, well, if he's asleep, that's great. He's going to get better when he wakes up. And Jesus is like, oh, these guys don't get it. He's dead. <laughs> he didn't laugh. Um, but he, he had to spell it out for the disciples. And now, now here's an amazing thing. Here's an amazing thing. Jesus was not alone. And that's something very important for us to know. And that's probably another episode. <laughs> but Jesus was not alone. He had his disciples with him. And the disciples came together. I mean, I mean, it was the disciples that said to Jesus, don't you know they're trying to kill you? Like, you must have heard. And Jesus is like, yeah, I scared. And then it was Thomas. And I think this is the same Thomas who we have labeled, unfortunately, and I'm so sorry, Thomas, as doubting Thomas because he doubted that Jesus rose from the dead. But he, and only when he put his hands in the like holes where the nails had gone through his hands and his feet, did he actually believe. But here is that same character. I believe it is the same character saying to all the other disciples, let us go with Jesus that we may die with him. Wow. Wow. Don't you need friends like that? Don't, don't you really? I mean, if, if you were a little bit scared of going to a place of people trying to kill you, but there were people who were like, you know what? Because you have faith that you're going to, that you need to be there and you're going to risk your life. I'm going to risk my life with your life. That's how deep our friendship goes. Boom. Like that's what we need. Anyway. And, and, and that's the thing. When you're on an adventure, you cannot do this alone. You really, really, really cannot do it alone. If you do it alone, it's just dangerous, right? It's just, we need, well, we need Jesus, absolutely, 100%, but we need our people. I don't know who those people are for you, but we need those Timothys, I'm sorry, not Timothys, those Thomas guys, right? Those Thomas guys, we need those Thomas guys to be like, I will risk my life with you. And if you're on an adventure, you really want to look carefully. Who are these people around me? Who's on my team? Whose team am I on? And who am I supporting through their own adventure? Who's supporting me through my own adventure? Are these the right people? Are these the risk your life? Am I the kind of risk my life for you kind of friend? That's a really important question. Who am I? When I was in my adventure I was talking about last time, I had a team. There were 10 of us in my group, and boy, oh boy, I probably would not have made it through without these guys. There was one guy, a oh, solid, solid dude. Oh, my goodness. Like, I was on this, like, really, I mean, after, like, days of, like, hardship, and I'm not lying. For me, it was hardship. <laughs> I'm even faced with an even more difficult challenge, 
And it was just the presence, the silent presence of encouragement of one of my bros in my team that helped me find the strength somehow to just carry on because it was tough. Woo! So you need those people. Now, when we have those people around us, it's important to put aside our expectations, right? This is something that I know I fail at a lot. I go into a relationship and I've got expectations. I, you know, even with Jesus, I, I, I go in and I think, well, you're like son of God. You've got all the power in the world, the universe, the everything. You can do anything. So, hey, you know, you know, just this little thing here, you know, it's going to be nothing, right? Um, you know, why aren't you doing it? Um, <laughs> right? We need to put aside all our expectations up of people, right? Let the people be, as long as we, we know who they are we know who do i know who jesus is yes i do am i on his team in this adventure i'm on his team in this adventure all right great all right so i'm rolling with jesus and i've got my other bros beside me and these are solid right so yes we need to put aside any expectations now now see in the story i'm gonna fast forward a little bit when jesus now left and he was close to the town of bethany where his friends lived um, which is very, very close to Jerusalem, right? Like they say, it's like two miles away. And we have to, re- we have to remember that these are real, these are real places. Like this is not a fairy tale that I we're reading. This is like actual history that happened. Um, it's exciting. And and you know, Martha, one of the sisters of Lazarus, she runs out and you know she hears that Jesus is about, and she runs out and be like, "Oh, Jesus, you are late." <laughs> If you had been here, my brother would not have died. And you know, that, that, that there's that tendency for us to be like, oh, if you showed up, if you were there when I really needed you, like that was the moment when I really, really needed you and then you were not there. Some friend you are. You know, we, we, we need to put aside our expectations and just let our friends be friends let them be let jesus be who he is he knows what he's doing he knows what he's doing all right but what i love about martha is that now she has faith she has faith why why, why does she have faith because she i mean the first thing she says shows that she said if you had been here there's no way no way no matter what kind of sickness it was no way he would have died like she was sure that is faith right there but then all right she goes on to say But even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, he will give you. And that is like mountain faith. Like that is like that nothing is impossible faith. Like that is it. That is what you want. This is the mark of a person who has walked with Jesus and knows who he is. Now, (laughs) faith is not simple. I love it when Jesus is saying to her, all right. I loved your faith. Your brother will rise again. And she's thinking, yeah, 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 I know. Like, you know, at the end, like when everybody gets raised back again and we're all celebrating, that's going to be the day. And Jesus is like, no, 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 no. I am the resurrection. I am the life. Anyone who believes in me, though he may die, shall live. And anyone who lives and believes in me, shall never die. Do you believe this? And this is a really, 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 I mean, I I, I read this and I was like, oof, it got me. 
do you, do I believe the words of Jesus? Do I take Jesus at his word? And she doesn't quite answer his question directly. She says, yeah, I know who you are. You are the Messiah. You're the, you're the one who was talked about for centuries that was going to come into the world. That is you. I know who you are. But Jesus didn't ask her, do you know who I am? He said, do you believe me? All right, but now, we as human beings, I'm speaking to, you know, about myself, really, we tend to be a little bit more short-term focused. Um, You know, tomorrow, or next week, or next month, maybe, or even the year after that, or maybe five years down the line. We're, We're thinking, yeah, something a little bit closer that I could imagine in my head, right? That's how we think, and and we gear, we put all these things around our lives to try and secure, in an effort to secure our future. But that's not really the life that Jesus invites us into. This life that Jesus invites us into is one in which, yes, our long-term future is secure. But in the short term, medium term, all he says is, do you believe me? I'm going to give you a word do you believe me? And we're like, ha, ha, um, yeah, kinda. I would love you to tell me how exactly, you know, like just give me a, you know, plan A to Z. Um, how is that going to work out exactly? Yeah, details. Okay, great. Um, thank you, Jesus. Um, <laughs> sometimes that's what we want, but that is not how he operates. He wants us to live by faith. And you might be listening and just thinking, yeah, you know what? I've actually done this whole adventure thing, like the uncertainty who, you know, yeah, been there, done that, got the t-shirt and it's just not working. And you're just about to like, you know, throw in the towel, quit, like just, just quit. Or you might be successful, but finding it difficult. And you know, there is a difference between the success that brings life to everyone that's involved and also to you and the success that kind of steals away life slowly or maybe not so slowly and you know I would like to encourage and also challenge you there perhaps to think about a couple of things and the first thing would be why are you stepping out to do what you're doing what's the basis of your faith in stepping out to do whatever this adventure looks like for you that's the first thing. And then the second thing is, whose plan are you following? There's a timing to things, right? If you look back at the story, Jesus waited two days, and he told his disciples, we're going to wait here two days, and then, okay, now is the right time to go. So there's a timing to these things, and Jesus knows the perfect timing, and the disciples just trusted him, right? Even in the face of death, like his life was under threat. They were trying to kill him. But he was like, I'm going to go in daylight, right? Because I know I'm supposed to be there. All right, so let's get back to the story. Martha goes off right, and she calls her sister and says, look, the teacher. I love Jesus know by many names. It's like, the teacher, that guy, that one. It's like, the teacher is here. And Mary is like, boom, drops everything, jumps out. And you know what I love? There's people who have come from the city to the town where they live, Bethany, from Jerusalem to Bethany. And they're like, something bad has happened. Um, I'm going to mourn with you. And that is something that is, yeah, we need, we need more of that today. Um, 
More, more than we know. We need more of that. But look at this. They see her get up and they run after her. They're like, she's going to do some more mourning at the tomb. Let's go. We're not going to leave her alone. We're going to carry her all the way through this. It is tough. Um, and we need to look around you. There might be someone who needs some carrying right now. You know, two months down the line, that might be you. And you will be glad that there's people around to carry you in the moments when you're struggling. Yeah, check it out. So she goes and she says the same thing. She also has this faith in Jesus. I love it. She says, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And it is at this moment that Jesus is torn. He sees how much she's weeping and crying and just, it's all over. And he sees this mess and he's like torn inside because he loves these guys and it says like jesus was groaning in his own spirit he was troubled and he says to her where have you put my friend where is lazarus and they say to him come and see and when they bring jesus to see where one of his good friends who has just passed away, is being laid. Jesus breaks down. And this is who Jesus is. He is not someone who is unfamiliar with what happens in life. No. One of his best friends, his closest friends, it says he loved Lazarus and his sisters dearly. And he just passed away and he sees where he's just been buried. And Jesus breaks down. He can't hold it together anymore. He is the teacher, and the teacher is crying. And this is the thing, guys, and I mean lads especially, it is okay to cry, <laughs> right? When things are actually really, really difficult, it is okay to cry. Jesus was a man, <laughs> and he cried when his friend died. It is oh like... He couldn't hold it together. It was just like, oh. And then people around Jesus, when they saw him, they said, oh my goodness, see how much. So this was not just like a little, you know, mad tear coming down the right eye, you know, just in the cheek somewhere. Mm -mm. This must have been like a full on, oh. Because the people who don't know, they were going, oh my goodness, see how he loved this guy. Can you see it? Look at, Wow. And then they go and say that people knew who Jesus was. They knew who Jesus was. They, they said, look, this same man that did all these amazing things. He you know, opened blind eyes, healed the leper. He did all this stuff. Couldn't he have saved his friend? And that's the thing. Expectations. You know, they, they, they're putting this. They see him. They're like, couldn't you have done this? Just put it aside. Leave Jesus alone. He's sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Jesus does not wallow in his sadness. He knows. We're going through this whole story and we're just thinking, how does Jesus know what he knows? Like, okay, so he said way in the beginning of the story to the disciples, this sickness is not going to end in death for Lazarus. And then he tells the disciples like two and a bit days later, right? That, oh, by the way, Lazarus is now dead. And they must have been thinking, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. Jeez, didn't you just say that, um, you know, hold on. Um, sorry, I'm not, I'm not trying to be rude, but di didn't you say that it wasn't going to end in death? <laughs> um, but 
now you're saying he is dead so and we're going okay all right anyway and you're risking your life for the guy who's dead already oh, wait um okay well i'm gonna risk my life with you anyway because i'm your bro um <laughs> you know you can imagine that whole <laughs> dynamic going on with the disciples being like oh hold on hold on but but here's the thing jesus how did jesus know what he knows yo we we we, we skipped a bit right i mean you guys need to go back and read the full like the chapters before this one, right? So Jesus is filled with the Holy Spirit. He's connected with God in a way that just, he knows. He has an assurance with God that this will not end in death. He knows. And yet he's still sad, but he does not remain in his sadness. So when things get tough in the adventure, when things go south and we see that it does not go as we expected, Yes, be sad. Yes, feel the emotions that, that go through, but do not sit in them. Do not wait there. Do not let that be the place where you then dwell. Reach out to God. God knows that there is a purpose for this event in your life. Reach out to God. Find out what it is. Connect with him through his Holy Spirit and see what he says. Listen. And you know, that was a, a big thing. You know, I, I mentioned that my adventure, I, I learned a lot. I don't know if I mentioned it. I learned a lot. I learned a huge amount in that adventure. Woo. And it was like 72 hours. Boy. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, here's one of the things. I had to put my faith in God. I had to. I had no other choice. <laughs> um, and I learned that I should put my faith in God. I don't know if that makes sense. It's so simple. It's so obvious. But it's, it's something that in practice and in, in our daily lives, I know I don't do in my daily life. I know I don't do. And actually, where is your faith? <laughs> Adventure has a way of showing that to us. And also a great way of testing it. Right? That's, what, that's how it shows us. It tests our faith. We begin to see in the adventure, when you're comfortable, when you're comfortable and you're chilled, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can say, oh, my faith is here, my faith is there, and yeah, this is where my faith is, and, um, you know, how do we know? How do you know? But if you're on an adventure where there's uncertainty and where there's danger and it's hazardous, oh, and it's risky, <laughs> then you know. How will you know? You will know. <laughs> All right, so they so all right, check it out. So let's let's get back to the story. Like, so they brought Jesus back to the tomb, and it was like a huge cave where they put a massive rock in front of it. And Jesus says to them, "All right, just take away this rock." And Martha, the other sister, and I love that Martha came along. Martha did not leave Mary to be like, "Okay, I've had my moment with Jesus. Now you go have your moment." No, 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 no. Martha was there all the time. <laughs> like she was like, "I'm not missing this. Jesus is here, and I'm gonna be where he is." I love that. And so. Martha was like, oh, Jesus, wait, hold on. He's already been dead for four days now. So there is going to be kind of a stinky smell if we do what you're saying. And Jesus looks at her and says, did I not tell you that if you believe, if you believe, you will see God do something amazing right now. And so they take away the stone. And Jesus says this. He says, my father, I thank you that you have heard me. 
And he says, I know. How does he know? That's spirit. <laughs> I know that you always hear me. God always, always, always hears us. I know that you always hear me. But because of the people here, I am saying these things. See, he wanted everyone to have undeniable proof that it was God who sent him. And he goes and says to Lazarus in a loud voice, Lazarus, my friend, come out. And you can imagine the craziness, right? Okay, okay. So like, I mean, just think, just think. This guy has been dead for four days, four days. And like, he's in a tomb. He's buried. <laughs> um, and people are standing there looking at, they're looking at Jesus come up and be like, shouting down a, a cave with a dead man saying come up come out and you gonna be thinking okay I, I know you were um i know you did some amazing things like we all know you healed a blind man a deaf person hurt the lame can walk and I, and I know you've done all these amazing things all right you're something i'll give you that jesus you're something but hey 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 come now you're talking to a dead man <laughs> like, it really people must have been thinking Jesus has gone crazy he's talking to a dead man (laughs) but but even when the situation looks absolutely impossible only Jesus has the authority to speak to what is dead and bring it back to life whoa whoa all right like it does not matter what has gone on in your adventure the moment you invite jesus to be like jesus please speak over this situation that i thought before you were gonna do something if you came earlier but since you didn't show up now it's dead and now just do something and jesus is like okay get up And then, much to everyone's amazement, they see Lazarus walking out. I love it. I love it because it says that he he was walking out with his his hands bound and his foot in grave clothes. So they addressed him and his his face was wrapped with a cloth. I.e., he was mummified. I mean, not not the actual process of mummification, but he was wrapped in all the cloth and everything. And they had, you know, the, the way people used to bury people in the old days. Like, wrapped them with all these burial cloths. That's what was around his face. So he was all bound up and everything. And that's how he came out. <laughs> it's a good thing it was daytime. <laughs> but, and Jesus says to them, hey, loosen him up. <laughs> and it says that, when some of the Jews who were there, well, you know, some of the people who were there, they saw like Lazarus like walk out of that cave. They believed in Jesus. They believed in Jesus. Woo! I mean, some of you might be listening and you don't know Jesus. And I just, I just got to encourage you. He is who he says he is. You can put your faith in him. He really did do all these things that we read about him, right? You need to find out for yourself who Jesus is. It has to be personal. It's so important. 
I mean, a dead man, a dead man. You know, people who there instantly were just like, okay, now I've seen it all. I saw him do water to one. I thought that was pretty cool. I saw him heal the blind, heal the sick, all of that stuff. But then, now, a full day dead man, get up. Okay, and now I've seen everything. Then they put their hands up and they were like, okay, I believe. I believe. And you know what? If that's you, if you believe it's just super simple, like the same way Jesus is connected to God, we're connected to God as well. And we can just simply say, you know, Jesus was saying that God always hears us. God always hears us. And if you want to put your faith in Jesus, it's very simple. You just say, Jesus, I want to put my faith in you today. I believe you are who you said you are, the son of God. And I just want you to be my captain. I want you to be the leader. And I want to live this full life that you invite me to live. And that's something that you can do wherever you are. Now, it's easy to to sort of see this story and think, wow, yeah, that's amazing. And it sounds unbelievable, but there's people who believe. I believe. But then we can't ignore the reality of our own lives. And here's a challenge. I think, especially in our society here in London, in this part of the world, we're geared towards making ourselves comfortable. And this is, it's not bad, right? But I want to challenge you today to remove one of your comforts. Just one. There are many that we put around our lives. We make everything comfortable, convenient, easy. And we, that's how we want life to be. But this nothing is impossible faith in Jesus does not come by you doing what you can already do. If you're comfortable and you're always doing the things that you can already do, then there's no way you're going to have faith for something great because you can already do it. But if you remove one of those comforts, just one, and introduce some uncertainty into your life, and hear me, hear me, I'm not saying remove one of your supports. That's different. Uh, you, know, you know, our friends, those, those I will risk my life with you friends. Those are, don't remove them. Don't, don't remove them. Um, you know, those are the supports that we have that help us carry on. Definitely don't remove Jesus from your life if you already got him. Don't, don't do that. Um, this whole life we're talking about don't exist without him. So don't do that. But the comforts. And you know what your comforts are. Only you would know what your comforts are. But I challenge you, remove one of your comforts and see. Without this, what do I depend on? Who do I depend on? And is there some way that this can be used to make my faith grow? And you know, you might have already done that. And you're just thinking, I've been on my adventure journey for a time and a half and... I'm just tired. Like, you don't think you have the strength to go on. And the temptation is to look back at your old life, you know, before you remove those comforts, before you stepped out and think, oh, like, I was good then. I had what I needed. I was all right. But how do you keep going? How, how do we keep going? Why should we keep going on this adventure? Why is it important? 
you know, there is something in that story that we probably touched on, but I want to bring to the surface here. You see, the whole reason why Jesus moved like he did, I believe, was because of love. We read that he loved these guys, Mary, Martha, Lazarus. He loved them. And I would just check and make sure that at the center of whatever we're doing, it is love. Do we understand it? Do we know it? Is that what is driving this whole adventure we're on? That's how Jesus moved. So the first reason to keep going is love. And here's the other reason. If you have Jesus as your crew captain, you know, we talked about find your crew, find those people. If you know you're following Jesus as your captain, then he knows and you can rest assured that he knows. And there is no situation. Now, when Jesus does what he came to do, the outcome isn't way better than whatever you started with or whatever you could have done on your own. There's just no comparison. I mean, look at what happened. The disciples and Jesus were safe in the place they were before. And Jesus gets this message and he says, okay, we're going to go. And in the face of the danger, because the disciples were like, okay, we're going to go with Jesus. And there is a risk to us that we're going to die with him if they, if they come and capture him. But as a result of Jesus leading them and taking the step that he did, even in the face of the threat to his life, right? They saw their faith grow. And this is what adventure does. Not only did they see their faith grow, like Mary and Martha saw their faith grow. I bet you Lazarus' faith was like a skyscraper high. And then all those other people who saw what happened, they also believed. And you can imagine what happened. The transformation of that whole scene. Everyone there to mourn and be sad and comfort their sisters. And then suddenly, the celebration, the rejoicing. Whew. So... On that super happy note, I hope you guys have an awesome day wherever you're listening to this. Um, if you're on an adventure yourself, then, you know, probably this is quite live and just, you know, challenge yourself. Find out what lies beyond where you believe the limits are and then see whether you can begin to grasp that nothing is impossible faith. All right, guys, until next time.